Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freak Motorsports Radio, redefined. With Kenny Sargent, Beijing Doctor Douchebag, Crash Gladys, Getting Crash Position, and Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freak. Well, we got our AFC and NFC matches set for next weekend. Tampa Bay, Tom Tampa Bay, Brady Buccaneers beat up the New Orleans Saints. Beat up? Well, maybe in the fourth quarter, but it was a good game. Up, wait, up wait, that. I mean, wait, wait. I'm jumping in here on purpose. Yeah, I thought that Tom Brady was a system quarterback and could only work with the brilliant, never to be duplicated, the best of all time, Bill Belichick. Now, you're telling me that uh, Bill, where's Bill Belichick? He's selling insurance now, isn't he? Isn't he someplace in the uh, flipping burgers or something? And Tom Brady's still playing. Funny how that it's works. Funny you should say that. I read a what was it, Dave? Oh, there's now a line in Vegas on, I think the top five or top six coaches to, n- next to be fired for the 2021 <laughs> NFL season. Belichick was on there, and Belichick is like at five or six. <laughs> <laughs> the people don't remember that when when uh, he was when Brady was still sitting on the bench. The GOAT, the greatest of all time, drafted in the sixth round. Bill Belichick was 4-17 and 17 for the Patriots on his way out the door. He was packing his bags when uh, Drew Bledsoe got hurt and Brady took the system. He took the system to the Super Bowl. Funny, funny how that works. Are you talking a lot about Tampa Bay and Tom Brady to get over your sadness of your brownies? No, I did. What did I tell you? I told the man was useless. I told you that at the beginning of the year. <laughs> when, he, when he had a chance to win the game today, he didn't. Uh, and when the Browns leaned on him and didn't give the ball to uh, Chubb and to, uh, oh, his name escapes me, the guy from Kansas City with the dreads, when, uh, uh, you know, they, when they leaned on Tom him, Matthew or- when they leaned on uh, Mayfield, he collapsed. Sorry. Stat Man, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. These are one of those shows that I just really freaking enjoy because we're still in the off season for the majority of motorsports. However, that being said, we have a few highlights from the motorsports series that are running or that have run and that are going to be running in a couple of weeks. And then, of course, one that's going to be run in February. Why am I being so convoluted with that comment? Well, let me explain. Kyle Larson, your two-time Chili Bowl winner, will be joining us in about eight minutes here in the Freak Nation. Andy Lally, as he gets set for another, his 20th Rolex 24-hour at Daytona. Okay, think about that for a second. Mm -hmm. Speed Freaks, us, those of us on the mics right now, we started this show in June of the year 2000, our first, as a show, our first Rolex 24 was Andy Lally's first Rolex 24. That's just bizarre. 
that's just really, really bizarre. He'll be here in the Freak Nation, and a guy making a whole lot of noise last week, Xfinity Series winner. He's won a number of races in the Xfinity Series, NASCAR Truck Series, uh, the Snowball Derby winner, Noah Gragson, who's going to get his first shot at run the Daytona 500 with Beard Motorsports. And you may remember Beard Motorsports was part of Brendan Gaughan's run in the Cup Series. And Brendan Gaughan will be sharing some of his insight with Noah Gragson. Gragson, Gregson? Gregson. Gregson. Uh, for the potato, potato. 2021 Daytona 500 coming up in February. So Noah Gragson, Andy Lally, what? Gregson. Whatever, Crash. We spelled it Greg. Gregson. Uh, if I want to call him Greg, Noah Greg, Noah Gregson, Andy Lally, Kyle Larson. That's our show tonight. <laughs> okay, you're Kenny Sargent, but some people call you C. Argent. No, some, yeah, you're right, because that's how some people spell it. How do you spell that? S-C-A-R? No, it's like it sounds, damn it. Sargent, like Gregson. Greg. Gregson. I don't, how many, how many Gregs do you know G-R-A-G? It doesn't matter. It's the way all the letters flow together in a last name. It doesn't, phonetically, English language doesn't matter. Just say it the way that he was born <laughs> to have you say it. Jeez, Palomina. We, we, how, <laughs> the, the, the oh, language doesn't matter. That's all we use for 20 years, right. every, every night, you know? But it, does, it doesn't matter. The rules matter. are thrown out the window. When it comes to names, they are thrown out the window. That is right. true. That's why I'm saying Gregson. Wow. That right, is true. You. We've got uh, some Crash Gladys pit news and notes coming up, and Kyle Larson in about seven minutes. And I'm going to pronounce his name Larson. I could pronounce it Larson. You could, but right? that would be wrong. Let's get some affiliates here. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation. Thank you guys for being a part of Speed Freaks tonight. Big show for you. Kyle Larson in about five minutes. Chili Bowl winner two times over. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. Also, Andy Lally getting set for the 2021 Rolex 24-hour at Daytona. He'll be here this hour. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Roll on General Tires. they got a big old fat truck, a styling SUV. Some red-letter GTs look good on that bad boy. For more information, go to GeneralTire.com. That's GeneralTire.com. Crasher? Well, several announcements went down this past week. We'll get to the bigger ones, but of course, for all the news and notes, check out Racer.com and Speedsport.com. Marco Andretti shocked a few of us when he announced that he would not return to IndyCar in a full-time capacity this year. Instead, just focusing on the 2021 Indy 500 and potentially finding some part-time sports car rides around as well. Signs are pointing more and more to F1 driver Romain Grosjean. Say the name, Kenny. Grosjean. Gross jeans. Okay, well, I figured you would do that. Anyway, the former Formula One driver is now finalizing a deal to drive full-time in IndyCar in 2021, driving, surprisingly, at least to me, for Dale Coyne Racing. That announcement should be this week because IndyCar is set to begin testing this week as well. The Dakar rally wrapped up with Stefan Petterhansel. Say the name, Kenny. Uh, Petterhans. No, you'd say Peter Hansel. Yeah, Got okay, it. whatever. Peter and Hansel. He won his record. Get this. Get this. 14th Dakar rally. This year's event, of course, took place in Saudi Arabia. 14 time champion. 
Sadly, French writer Pierre Cherpin lost his life on the final stage after suffering from multiple head injuries from a very hard crash. The Supercross season is drastically different for 2021, mostly due to the pandemic, but the victory in the 450s was much of the same. Justin Barsha dominated and brought home the season opening win this year in Houston to match his season opening wins the last two years in Anaheim. And then in the 250s, I love this story. We've got to get to this guy soon. It was an emotional win, his first in years for now Yamaha rider Christian Craig. And then, of course, there was the Chili Bowl, 300 riders biting for 24 A-main spots, driving through the alphabet soup all afternoon and evening. And while doing so, I found it wild, watching names like Swindell, Kane, Briscoe, Yaley getting knocked out. In the end, defending champ Kyle Larson cruising to his second consecutive win. Speaking of, Kyle Larson next. Speed Freaks Bits and the Lucas All Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Freak Nation, for over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your everywhere. From the aggressive mud terrain Grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX, General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time. But Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system, the fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop? It was available in your favorite grocery store. Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality. 100% cotton available and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and World Rally Championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAV-TV.com for more racing information and to demand your Mav TV. You are listening to Speed Freak Motorsports Radio Redefined. 
back with the Freaks. Follow us on Twitter, right, at Kidding Crash, at Speed Freaks. We're there for you on Instagram and, of course, Facebook, the website, speedfreaks.tv. This segment brought to you by good friends at Lucas Oil, Lucas Oil Fuel Stabilizer. From the Lucas Oil Studios, Kyle Larson flying those Lucas Oil colors. Mav TV colors joining us here in the Freak Nation, the winner of last night's Chili Bowl in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And, Kyle, watching you run this race, Compared to last year's race, you're, you won the Chili Bowl last year. so your second win at Chili Bowl. Uh, does this get old? And I ask that because of so many dirt races that you've won over the last 12 months. Does it get old winning this many races? <laughs> no, it, it, uh, it never gets old winning, that's for sure, especially you know, winning big races. Um, you know, that's, you know, as a race car driver, that's what we you know, all strive to do is is to win big races win championships and things like that um and i think you know last year winning winning a lot of races kind of helps you prepare you for those big moments and and allows you to stay calm and um you know a little more relaxed behind the wheel so uh the track was definitely technical last night and and you know, i was making a lot of mistakes there towards the end but i uh, was able to stay calm and and limit limit my mistakes there and come away with another win. So it was, it was great. Um, yeah, an awesome night. Chili Bowl winner getting set for a 2021 NASCAR season. His name is Kyle Larson, veteran here in the Freak Nation. Talk about those mistakes from a, a fan's perspective. It looks like you get up there. Well, it's not the marbles. It's up there on the cushion. And that right rear would grab. Did you see that coming? Or was that something that just woke you up going, I just went a little bit too far in turns three and four? Well, you know, the track was developing and, and starting to, you know, venture up the racetrack and they put a lot of moisture down um before the main event. So I knew it was gonna get tricky at some point and um you know, there finally with I don't know, fifteen or so laps to go, it started to get um curved up and, and the cushion was got to a point where it wasn't gonna go any higher and that's when it started getting a lot harder to run and yeah, I kept I kept just getting a little too greedy with the cushion off of four and <laughs> um, just messed up a couple times and it allowed you know, Grant to get close to me. And then, you know, my mistake kind of got Grant racing with me and it, it allowed Bell to get by him. And then, um, you know, a few laps later, I, I made another mistake on the cushion and, and then had to you know, battle Bell before, um, you know, one of the cautions came out. And then uh, we had that caution, and I made a couple more mistakes, small mistakes, um, and you know, could see his nose, and then just kind of had to tell myself to calm down and, and stop hitting the cushion like that, and, and let him make mistakes behind me. And um, you know, about that time when I told myself that, you know, that's when he got in the three a little bit too hard and uh, caught the cushion wrong and, and went for a tumble. So after that, I just kind of had to you know fend off Justin on the restarts and change things up and. Um, you know, thankfully that, that last restart, I got a good one and didn't really have to fight off anybody. Speed freaks on a Sunday night with Kyle Larson, Kyle, the chili bowl is different than every other dirt race, dirt tracks, stay around and face the weather and the elements all season long. The chili bowl is inside and you have to prep the track so well to make it safe for the drivers. A lot of people don't recognize that the, the chili bowl might be the only dirt race they see all year. How do you get them ready for something like that? Yeah. You yeah, know, I mean, I think there's definitely positives and negatives. Um, you know, 
obviously the major negative uh with it was you know the the lengthy um track prep it, it that took place last night you know i think it was an hour and a half from the time the b main ended to when we you finally took the green flag um but you know the track was just it was just different um and not not like it typically is there and I think they finally got worried that it was going to take rubber in our race. So they knew they had to do something and do an extensive, um, track rework. And yeah, it took, that took quite a while. So, um, I think if, you know, they would have had the track in better shape throughout the early parts of the week, they probably would have been in a better position come Saturday, but you know, they put a lot of effort into it. And, um, you know, I think all of us race car drivers were thankful. It didn't, you know, take rubber. Like I think it was, it was kind of leaning towards during the C's and, and the B main, hmm. B mains. Um, but yeah, that's, that's just a, a downside of that event. You know, every track throughout the country, whether it's indoors or outdoors, um, you know, it's hard to get a dirt track racing surface. Perfect. Um, you know, asphalt is pretty consistent throughout, you know, really years because, you know, pavement's not wearing out as quickly as dirt, but um, yeah. And then you know, I think too, honestly, probably with the chili bowl being indoors, I mean, I'm not a track prep, uh, scientist by any means, but I, I feel like it should be a little bit easier in, in a way, um, to get a consistent track surface just because you aren't battling any of the conditions. You know, you're not, you're not worried about the, the weather outside really, you know, you're not worried about the, the sun baking the racetrack. Um, you know, I think probably maybe one of the few things I have to keep up with is just that, you know, it's sitting on top of a concrete surface. So it's the water's got nowhere to drain and, and that probably can affect things. And, and two, there's, you know, 300 and some odd race cars running on the racetrack on Saturday. So, uh, trying to stay on top of that is, is tough. So they don't have an easy job. And I think we, we as competitors and race fans, um, probably get too nitpicky at times but uh they do they do an amazing job at, at what they do with the track surface and um i think that's why the chili bowl is is one of the coolest events because it, it does end up racy uh every year so then explain slightly it's so it's just fascinating to me how you've got this track that changes every year the dirt is kind of different every year and like you said it's indoors so you're dealing with a concrete surface underneath Yet then there's guys like you and Christopher Bell and Kevin Swindell and and Rico Abreu who can win this thing multiple years in a row for something that is so challenging and so difficult and something that changes. Yet you guys seem to make it look easy and consistent. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I think I think all of us are just in in great equipment. And I mean, there's there's obviously you know our, our equipment's not better than anybody you know, the other good teams, but I think, yeah, this, you know, there's a few, there's a few drivers in there that just really have a good understanding for that place and kind of the driving style that it takes to be fast there. And, and two, I think, I think you see a lot of the same drivers up front, uh, each year because, you know, they, they do, they do good jobs on their prelim nights and, and they're, you know, very smart with kind of how they pick their way throughout the, that evening. Um, where I think, some drivers are, you know, have totally different years year to year because they just make bad decisions on their prelim nights and put themselves in bad spots. So, um, yeah, I think the, the few of us just 
have been able to set ourselves up in very good positions just by being smart early in the week and um, knowing that we just got to get through that to uh, give ourselves a shot on, on Saturday. And then you know, once you get into that 55 laps, it's just a totally different race than the rest of the week. And um, yeah, I think the more times you put yourself in that position, the more experience you're gaining over your competitors. And that always helps too. Well, speaking of more times, Kyle Larson joining us here in the Freak Nation, 15 times at the Chili Bowl, twice as a winner. This is a very, very, very technical question. You might need your kids' help with this as well. Out in the West, like especially Las Vegas, there's desert boogers, and boy, are they rough. But, man, I don't think anything compares to a Chili Bowl booger, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, – I think this year, though, honestly, with, with wearing masks, it's, oh, no. uh, it's helped a lot. So um, I'm – Probably even if it, even if things get back to normal, I'm I'm still probably going to wear a mask when I'm in the building, at least you know watching the races. But yeah, you're right. You know you got black thick boogers for a couple of days, and and even you know getting them out of your eyeballs is mm-hmm. uh, is is nasty. But um, we all love it, and uh, you know it's it's a part of the the price you got to pay to to be at an awesome event and and watching some awesome racing with some some of your best friends flying the mav tv lucas oil colors nascar cup pilot with hendrick racing for 2021 kyle larson joining us here in the freak nation run us through this how much of the action behind you do you feel whether it was bell or other drivers coming up on you and how close they were getting can can you feel it can you see it where are you in this yeah, I could, um, you know, I got the, I got the jump on the, on the start and, you know, Grant was, Justin Grant was a lot faster than me. Um, so I could, I could, you know, hear him behind me and then, you know, we would come off turn four and they have a, a, a big screen kind of at the end of the straightaway into turn one. So, you know, I could glance up and, you know, whenever the camera was on me, I, I could tell he was right on my rear bumper. So oh, I knew wow. I just kind of had to make myself a little bit wide and try not to mess up too much to allow them to get, get by me. Um, cause I knew that was a very critical point of the race. You know, if I was to lose control early, it would have been much harder to get by them. So yeah. And then, then once the track moved up, I felt like the grip of my race car got a little bit better and they stopped showing me quite as much on, on the, on the TV. So I felt like you know, I was starting to get away but then, you know, I'd catch traffic and, and figure with the fast pace that we were putting on, um, you know, with me catching the back of the traffic and having to slow down a little bit, he'd be right on top of me, which, which he was. And then just kind of had to make good decisions and, and do a good job blocking, um, you know, like I said, making myself wide and, um, you know, and then just try not to really, really mess up too terribly bad, which I, I did a few times throughout the race, but was able to recover and, and block any runs that were coming at me. But as a fan, I mean, you got a lot of fans out there, Kyle, but as a fan, we like cars bunched up. If the, if the leader is running away with it and then the yellow would drop like, God dang it. So yeah. you, but you as a driver, I get the feeling whether you tell the truth or not, you kind of like racing in traffic or are you one of those guys that screw that? I just want to run away with this thing. Uh, well, I, I wasn't running away in track or sorry, in, in clean track. So I, I feel like I've done a really good job throughout lap traffic. Um, whenever I'm at the chili bowl on Saturday nights. So, 
I honestly, you know, I felt like those guys, you know, Grant and Bell had a better car behind me. So I kind of wanted to get into traffic to get racing and dicing around and, and hopefully you'll get some cars in between us. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was kind of, I was kind of 50, 50 on, you know, the cautions. I was, I was okay with having them come out when they did, but at the same time, I, I felt like I could have did a better job of getting away from them behind me if we would have stayed green. Hmm. Um, cause with, with the cautions at Chili Bowl, you know, there's going to be big slide jobs coming at you, uh, in the turn one, especially if you don't get off turn four, very good taken off. And, and I, I didn't, I wasn't getting good restarts or good launches. So, um, I've really felt like I was having to fight off people more whenever we would have cautions, but, um, we're able to, you know, not mess up too badly, uh, taken off and not allow any big runs at me on, on the restarts. Kyle, your contract with Hendrick Motorsports, what's it say about you racing all these extra races on dirt throughout the year? Yeah, so far, um, you know, I'm thankful for, for my opportunity at Hendrick and, and them allowing me to just you know, still go have some fun, um, on the dirt, you know, with, with cup in, in the pandemic, uh, we still are going to have a lot of one day schedules. So that, that opens up a lot of more days for me to go race dirt stuff. So, um, yeah, I plan on still racing quite a bit, probably more than I ever have during a NASCAR season, but, um, you know, my, my main focus and, and goal is to, uh, do a, a great job for Hendrick Motorsports. Um, so, you know, that's, that's my main priority and, and, you know, dirt racing will not <laughs> come before any of those obligations. But, um, I, I've, I've always felt like the more I race dirt, the better I am, uh, come Sundays. So, um, I think a lot of team owners now have realized that. And, um, I'm just thankful that, uh, Rick Hendricks letting me, you know, continue doing what I love to do and yeah. drive race cars. That collective sigh you hear from coast to coast was all the other dirt racers going, ah, oh, damn it. I thought he was going to kind of give us a break this summer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, I'm still going to be out there. So I enjoy it. And honestly, I think, I think the competitors enjoy having, you know, myself and Paul Silva, uh, out there racing with them. Cause it, it, it makes everybody else, you know, better as well. So, um, you know, good competition, you know, makes you step up. And I think that's what, you know, I, I chased Bell for so long that now it's, it's, he's made me a better driver. And I think, I think I do that to other drivers as well. Kyle, 2020 was a different year. It's like you looked both ways before you crossed the street, you stepped off the curb and an airplane fell on you. You had a terrible year last year, but this is 2021 different team, Hendrick Motorsports, one of the best teams in the industry's history. I bet that's been good for you to go somewhere new and try something different. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, you know, I, I put myself through a lot last year and, and, you know, learned so much about myself and, and bettering myself. And I look forward to, you know, this year and continuing all the work that I, that I was doing and, and, you know, building, more relationships. And I, I don't, I honestly don't think I could be with a better organization to help me with that also. So um just very blessed and thankful that, uh, you know, Rick Hendrick and, and Jeff Gordon are giving me a second chance to go out there and prove myself as a person and as a race car driver. And uh, I'm just, I'm really looking forward to getting the season started and um getting everything you know, back on the right track. What an awesome 
open interview this has been. A lot of your answers have really opened my eyes to a, several things from the technical aspect of things to, the, of course, now your personal life. Yeah, thank you guys. And you know, thanks for everything you do for auto racing and um, always, always enjoy speaking to you guys. I got to bring it up every time we talk, bro. We always talk about me jamming a microphone in this shy kid face at 15 years old in Northern <laughs> California, not knowing what the hell to say. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm still I'm still that guy. I don't really know what to say and, and still stumble around a lot. <laughs> Buddy, good luck to you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. See you guys. About 10 days ago, we got word that Ford and social video star Ken Block have parted ways. The move seems mutual. Looking from the outside, it appears everyone involved grew and gained from the relationship. But this is another step in Ford's departure from motorsports and motor racing. Ford announced those plans in December of 2015. It said it would set aside more than $4 billion to work on electrifying its product line, including its Mustang and F-150 trucks. At Daytona, Ford told the freaks that no racing would be affected, but then the electric Mustang hit the ground running about 15 months ago. Since then, Ford's left IMSA. It pulled the plug on World Rallycross. Now it's left Ken Block. Maybe it's best sports marketing program ever. I guess politicians aren't the only ones who will look you in the face, smile, and lie with the best of them. More proof Ford's in the car sales business, not the car racing business. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation. Damn near 20 years of doing this thing. Damn near them. Damn near 21 years. <laughs> Damn near them. Damn near so I'm not supposed there. to pronounce it Noah Gregson. It's Gregson. Gregson. Yeah. Running the his first Daytona 500 next hour. Fingers I mean, crossed. Right. He's going to be joining us next hour, running for Beard Motorsports. So does that mean that I should call uh, Statman Stateman? No, because there's no E at the end of stat. Stat is S-T-A-T-T, okay. which gives the A the A sound. And if it was S-T-A-T-E... As we've learned with Henley's kindergarten in first grade English, when you have a vowel and then a consonant followed by an E, it is the long vowel sound. Then why in the hell am I? Why can't I say Gregson? Whole nother list of rules. Stat, help me out here, man. Damn it. No, I'm just sitting here. I'm I'm siding with Henley on this one. It's the uh, anybody with a, a wounded wing and still wants to ride her bike. I mean, she can't be all bad. <laughs> right? Well, Crash, you're sharing with the Freak Nation what he's talking about. Okay. Our seven-year-old daughter fell off a slide. And- seven. Did you get that, Freak Nation? Well, she- seven years? Seven years. Wow. Mm. Insane. Yeah, complete. Mm-hmm. And that's more insane than it is the fact that she broke her radial head in her elbow, and that, which is why she has a very trick, tight black splint mm-hmm. on most of her arm. That might it be the only sense. band. It, it really we, that might be the only band we haven't had on the show. Radial head, and that, and that the only band we <laughs> haven't had on the show. <laughs> well, yeah, you're, that's true. We have not had radio or radial head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the show. We've had motorhead. But no radial head. No. 
We need to work on that. But yeah, she was she was crawling down the slide. Well, oh, okay. she was walking down the slide, and it. Yes, which every parent listening right now is like, yeah, you always tell your kid not to do that. But every parent listening right now has had that moment where <laughs> right? you turn your head and your kid finds a way of breaking their arm. And that's what happened. I turned my head to Good go stuff. find some shade in this bench, this bench seat. Bah! Oh, it's one of those screams. And she just, oh. she's just the, she just, she was more, more worried about apologizing for falling off the slide right, than anything else. I'm so sorry, Daddy. I'm so sorry, Daddy. Henley, stop it. Yep. If this is the, if this is the worst that, that's happened to you in seven years, thank goodness. It's like it's okay, babe. We got this, baby. Man, it's okay. Ouch. Yeah, it, it, it's okay. We got this. Can you Settle believe down. this crash? That this this is the guy that we started off with twenty years ago. I know. Yeah. I yet yeah, no. I don't believe it for one second. Speaking even though I'm living it. Twenty years ago, Andy Lally, twenty four hour of Daytona. This will be his twentieth coming up in a couple of weeks. He joins us next. Beef Spitz and Lucas Oil Studios. <laughs> Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. After your engine, the transmission is the second most important component of your car. If you maintain it, it will shift properly and get you down the road without problems. But if you don't maintain it, problems are coming your way. Lucas Transmission Fix can clean and lubricate sticking valves and renew worn bands to make your transmission shift properly and stop leaking. It's compatible with all transmissions and transmission fluids. Lucas Transmission Fix. It works. Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. 
the Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com, and get awesome. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive hockey shows and some of motorsports' biggest names, like Dave Disbane, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit LucasOilRacing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freak Motorsports Radio Redefined. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, Creek Nation. 20 plus years of doing this thing. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. This segment brought to you by good friends at General Tire. Leave the road and take the trail. That's right. General Tire, the official tire of the Freak Nation. I don't care what you drive. They got the tire for your ride. A big fat 250. What about a style and SUV? Grab yourself a Grabber APT or check them all out. GeneralTire.com. Andy Lally joining us here in the Freak Nation. In his 20th Rolex 24 multi-time winner. And here's a crazy stat, Andy. I'm sure you know this. Right now, you are the most winning active driver in IMSA right now. That's bonkers, Lally. Uh, Well, uh, I'll I'll amend that. I'm the winningest active Daytona 24-hour winner. Ah! The active driver is actually Oberlin. He's uh, he's really... uh, I rolled up a bunch of wins there, but uh, I think I'm like, uh, I'm like, as far as active drivers, I'm probably fourth or fifth. Maybe Ollie retired now. So uh, anyway, yeah. So it, it, that's that's for the Daytona 24. Uh, I'm, I'm third on the all-time list and first on the, uh, as, as far as active drivers for uh, winning the 24. But yeah, all-time, I've got a little ways to go. Bill's got a good jump on me there. Well, yeah, but Bill's not with us today. Andy Lally is. Yeah, as far as we Exactly. <laughs> and you know what Andy Lally's on? He's on general tires right now, sitting in his truck. I'm on 35-inch grabbers. <laughs> I heard your intro with the commercial there. I didn't know they were sponsoring you guys, but uh, that's a good company, and uh, uh, I, I've been using their tires for years. Bam! Andy yeah. Lally, sports car veteran, joining us here in the Freak Nation. I've tried to count them up. How many times have you won the Rolex, and in how many classes? I have won. Uh, good, good second question. I've, I've won the Rolex. Five, I've won the twenty-four hours of Daytona five times. Technically, four classes, but they just used to change the GT <laughs> GT out for something <laughs> different. So I, I've won the first year. I won it in a prototype, and since then, it's been uh, GT flavored cars. GT GTD. GT three, I can't remember all the names, but yeah, <laughs> something along the way. So, who has all of your Rolex watches from these wins? I mean, before we get to the more technical questions, I want to get to what really matters. 
so there's 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 been eight Rolexes because they when it was the Rolex Grand Am series they used to give out a watch for the championship and so I I, I was fortunate to get three cha- three championships in that time that it was sponsored by Rolex so uh, I've kept the very first one from 2001 uh, and then the others have gone to uh, people that have helped me out along the way so uh, my mom my dad my stepdad. My little sister, uh, my very first race car sponsor, uh, and then my soccer coach that introduced me to that sponsor when I was uh, just a kid. And then um, the the 50th annual one when we won, when I won my first race with Magnus Racing, uh, that was the 50th annual Rolex 24. And uh, that one went to uh, Mike Johnson, who Magnus Racing has teamed up with this year uh, to run Magnus with Archangel with our brand new Acura NSX GT3. Okay, that's that's pretty badass. I mean, you could have <laughs> seriously said, I've got them all in a closet somewhere. I'll eventually get them out and, and bronze them or I, I don't know, whatever the heck. But that's really <laughs> cool to recognize people who have helped you throughout your career and not just motorsports, just who've helped you in your life. Good for you. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I mean, I, what are you going to do with all of them? You know, you can only wear one at a time. So sure. if, if uh, you know, it's a cool way to thank people that have really uh, sacrificed a lot for me, especially early on. So then who's going to get this year's watch? You know, I mean, it's, it's a different year. You just mentioned it's a new car, but my gosh, you guys have some pretty damn good talent behind the wheel. Yes, the whole process going through, starting with the roar, is going to be a little bit different. But let's assume, let's assume things are going to go well. Who gets this year's watch? Uh, it's it's definitely earmarked. It's it's uh, someone I've been wanting to give one to for a while. I never say who it's going to be. Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh, but, but yeah, it's been something that's been thought about for a while. Someone uh, very deserving of it. Andy Lally, you're the winningest actor driver at the Daytona 24. But everything is different this year. The roar is different. The Qualifying is different. How are you going to get another Rolex if everything leading up to the race has a different face on it? Honestly, we're just we're going to, we're taking it all in stride. I mean, the difference is uh, for those out there that haven't read up on all the changes for 2021 are that the the roar is now butted right up against the Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona. Normally, we have a week or two week break in between, uh, but now this year we're going to test. Uh, the roar will be on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then the guys have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to prep the car and get it all ready. So obviously, we don't want to give them any more work. Uh, they've had they've had a rough off season as it is, uh, and uh, you know with with 2020 going longer than it ever goes, and now uh, 2021 uh, where we've we've got a new car in, we've got new crew members, we've got a whole new deal, and. Uh, uh, so we, we want to make this as, as mellow of a week as possible for them. And uh, we're, we're not going to treat the qualifying race as like a do-or-die situation. It's, it's one-tenth of the points of a regular race, so it's not like a huge deal in that regard. And we'll just be uh, treating it like any other roar. Andy Lally, we used to have the roar very early in January, like maybe the first weekend. Now it's happening the week before the race. Everything is jammed into about a week and a half. You going to like it this year? I'll let you know February 1st, the day after. Um, I, I think, I, to be honest, I'd rather see a little bit more time. I'd rather the series be able to see, uh, ha- have their time to uh, – 
you know, properly really go over the cars. They're going to be cramming right now to try to get rid of the people that are sandbagging. It's it's going to be near impossible to go over the data, which is probably why they did this qualifying race in the first place. But um, yeah, I'd like to see a little more downtime. I'd like to see teams kind of take what they've learned at the roar. And if they want to make any changes or anything major that they have a little time, I, I understand that uh, maybe a unique thing because of, uh, uh, the end of last season being pushed over a month longer than it normally goes. So, uh, I don't know. We'll see if it works and it's smooth, then yeah, maybe, maybe it's a, an easier way to get an extra, uh, week or two in the, in the off season for the teams and then make it just one trip down to Daytona with a few days off, uh, in between. So it, it could work. Andy Lally, you've had huge success in a Porsche at the Daytona 24, but you're in an Acura this year, and you've got a new co-driver, Mario Farnbacher. He brings a huge amount of experience. How do you prepare for all of that? So I am very excited about the Acura NSX. Uh, I was on board with the car for its very first year in 2017. Uh, we got its first pole, its first wins, uh, and, and it was a it was a very successful program. So. Uh, we had stayed in touch all these years. And, and when this opportunity came up, uh, it, it made sense. John had been considering the Acura for uh, quite some time on and off. And it was uh, the, the, the stars aligned for, for 2021. And, and I am looking forward to it. Having uh, Spencer Pompelli on board with us for the uh, NAEC races and then having Mario, of course, last year's champion uh, on board. I've been friends with Mario and Spence for a long time. So, uh, having the four of us in the lineup uh, is definitely confidence-inspiring and looking forward to it for sure. Andy Lally having that Daytona 24 at the beginning of the year puts a lot of pressure on right away, but you haven't been able to talk to a lot of people that you're going to be racing with because of this pandemic that shut down so much communication. I, I live like a 500 yards away from Pompelli, so I, I see him <laughs> and his kids all the time. We go to the skate park and stuff. Uh, Mario and I have been chatting on WhatsApp and uh, through emails and whatnot, and just kind of going over some of the basics. Um, both Mario and uh, both Farnbacher and Potter are, are are tall, and this is not a lengthy cockpit. Uh, Spence is having some issues too. I'm I'm just your average height. I'm five ten, and I, I am just getting in the car. Uh, the the taller guys are having uh, a handful of ergonomic issues getting getting sorted. So huh. we uh, we had quite a seat-making process, but hopefully uh, once we get on track, we'll, we'll be all sorted out and uh, ready to roll. You know, that's true, Andy. Think about this. Andy Lally, sports car veteran, joining us here in the Freak Nation, getting set for the Daytona 24. Do you cramp up due to your seat not being specifically fit for you? Meaning, when you've got to make all these adjustments to the seat, does your butt cramp up, or do your thighs cramp up because of the uh, the the seat of itself? And you haven't spent that much time in it going into the day twenty twenty four. I mean, when when I used to run cars back in the day in this thing, we would I would like roll up newspaper with duct tape. But now we've got really good <laughs> uh, professional seat makers here. We run uh, Speed Seat does our stuff and and it's uh, they make it as comfortable as you could possibly imagine uh to be in there so it's uh it, it 
it's you can definitely get what they call hot spots where if you've made the seat and you you ha- you were kind of holding yourself up one way or the other uh it could be a, a little bit on the tricky side uh but for the most part you're it, it is a compromise when you have four guys in one car for sure uh, as, as you have to adapt each seat, but we make these inserts that we kind of throw in and out during the driver change. We have to do it in, you know, about a second or so, but, uh, uh, it's definitely helpful to kind of prop up whether it's lumbar or something on the ribs or behind the shoulders. Um, uh, definitely helps for if you're doing a double or triple stint. Where I'm coming from in as a daily driver, we're driving a, our daily driver for six years. Then we get a new car. It takes about two or wow. three weeks for my body to get accustomed to that seat, you got to throw your ass in there, like boom, with no pra- with very little practice at all. That's why I was curious if it just if it's just kind of strange hopping into your newly made seat. Yeah, well, my seat is literally molded right to my butt, so it's <laughs> uh, it's a pretty process. Uh, if uh, I'm sure you could probably uh, YouTube it and check out a video of how how we make these seats. Just Google uh, speed seats or uh, beaded seats or poured seats and and checking out the process is actually pretty cool. And the way these guys uh, pour the seat around us, watch it sort of uh, inflate and blow up around us. And then the way they carve it out and smooth it out. And then they, they cover it with a Nomex liner. So that uh, uh, it's as safe as it can be for us. It's, it, it's a, it, we're spoiled compared to decades past where uh, guys ran a lot less comfortable and a lot less safe. So just for people who are unaware, you were just talking about with the driver change there, you are changing in your, your custom fit poured seat in the middle of the driver change, right? All four of you have different seats. Yeah. So the seat awesome. is now mandated and this is a good thing that it's, it's bolted down in place. And so we take our biggest guy, John Potter, six, two. Uh, and so he pours a seat and then I'll get in and I'll be like, okay, yeah, there's definitely room on my lumbar behind my shoulders. And then we'll pour another seat on top of that. So you layer the seats uh, differently. So John's ends up being the base seat. And then I throw in something, nothing goes under me, but something goes behind me. So it goes right down to kind of almost the base of my spine and then up behind my shoulders. And that kind of lets me sit up a little bit so that our eyes are at about the same level uh, and that our arms are around the same spot on the steering wheel. So, uh, and, and every teammate does that. And so, yes, during the driver change, if, if John is getting in, then I'll just, as I'm getting out, I pull my seat insert out and he'll just jump in. Uh, if I'm getting in behind John, I'll have my seat insert in my hand. And as he comes out of the car, I slide that seat insert in, then grab the roll bar and, uh, and slide my legs in and, and jump into place. It really is cool. I mean, most years there are, there are pit crews that have cameras watching all these driver changes. But in my opinion, it is truly one of the most fascinating things in all of motorsports. Because everything happens so fast, it has to be so perfect, and yet, boom, there you guys are. You do it. Yeah, it, it's, it, there's times where, you know, if you're just casually watching, you don't realize the 10 different things that are going on during that stop. And, you know, we've, our fuel takes about 40 seconds if we're completely empty. But, you know, if, we're end up, if we end up getting a yellow and we're only halfway through a stint, and there's like a time requirement or something where someone's going to run overtime or undertime, uh, there's often times where we'll make a, a driver change and only need a half tank of fuel. And at that point you've got by the, from the time that car stops, like if it only needs a half a tank, it's only getting 20 seconds worth of fuel. And we normally take about 
probably about 20 to 23 seconds or so on a really good stop to do that. So that's from the time the car stops, the driver unbuckles, undoes his radio, undoes the window net, throws the buckles over to the side to not get clashed, gets out of the car, takes his seat insert with him. The next driver slides there and in, slides in, buckles up, puts the helmet blower on, puts the window net, plugs the radio in and goes. All of that, I can say it. I can do it faster than I can say it. <laughs> and uh, so it's about 20 to 23 seconds ish is our, is our window. And it's definitely uh, um, something that we practice over and over and over again to make sure, because you, you beat somebody out of the pits from by, by a second or two seconds like that, that's gigantic amount of space and time on the racetrack. So what you're saying is uh, AJ Foyt in 2021 could not get his ass in one of these sports cars. It might be a little difficult, but that dude is a badass, and I wouldn't put it past him. True. And he had a birthday 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 yesterday. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm an AJ, so uh, I was a big AJ Foy fan growing up. I'll hop on the AJ bandwagon. Hey, man, this has been awesome. Uh, Hopefully, you'll win that damn thing in your class and uh, join us that Sunday night. That sounds good. Would love to. And, uh, yeah, let's – we're going to be pushing for it, and uh, we'll believe – the Magnus with Archangel crew has got something special for Daytona, and uh, it'll be cool for you guys to check that out once uh, once we debut it. Bam. Andy, as always, buddy, thank you. Good luck. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon. Anybody following along, uh, it's just Andy Lally Racing on, on Instagram or Andy Lally on Twitter. Appreciate it. See you, bud. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Always greatness with Andy Lally here in the Freak Nation. Getting set for the Daytona 24-hour Coming up next hour, Freak Nation, Noah Gregson getting set for his first Daytona 500. That and more from Kyle Larson coming up. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Broadcasting from the Lugan Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Briefs. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the Bachelorette party? Statman. I am curious. Here's the Briefs. Second hour of the Freaks. Thank you guys for hanging out. Speed Freaks and Lucas Oil Studios. 20-plus years of doing this thing, man. This hour, Noah Gregson getting set for the Daytona 500. Ran for Junior Motorsports last year in the Xfinity Series. And again this year. Doing it again for 2021. Numerous top tens. A couple of wins last year. But he's going to be running for Beard Motorsports, the same team that Brendan Gaughan at one time would run with the NASCAR Cup Series. So, yeah, Noah Gregson joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Kyle Larson coming up in about 40 minutes here in the Freak Nation. Chili Bowl winner two times over, and now new pilot with Hendrick Motorsports. Had a conversation with someone at the airport, mask to mask, and they saw me wearing my Speed Freaks jacket, and they were familiar with the show. And stat man, they asked me, they said, did you did you miss going to all those motorsports series 
that you have in the past uh, last year. It, I paused for a second. And I thought to myself, I didn't miss going to motorsport series for one reason and one reason only. Because last year, 2020, was just a hellacious year. And I explained to him being home with a six-year-old, uh, doing radio shows from your home studio, Week. Uh, the current, well, still current administration, the civil unrest, the, the racial issues that we had, on the pandemic, on and on and on. I thought, Watching friends and family come down with the virus and wondering, okay, are they going to get through it? Is it it going to be an asymptomatic case? Are we going to start to be worried? I mean, yeah, there were a lot of things that just made you not want to travel. Stat, I didn't miss going to motorsports series because I I didn't have any memory left in my RAM. (laughs) (laughs) In your RAM in your head? Yeah. And you haven't even mentioned... You haven't even mentioned the issues about credentials, uh, talking to oh. PR people who don't want to, you know, take the time for you to uh, find a hotel room within an hour and a half of the racetrack. Uh, you know, that's just things I can think of off the top of my head. It's not easy to go to races. You know, you plus when the race starts, you go inside a room with no windows and watch it on TV, yeah. just like the people at home are doing and they had free beer in their in their uh, refrigerator so i just didn't i thought it's a great question yeah maybe maybe it was asked of me last year during the season do you miss going to some of your favorite motorsports series but i don't recall but i paused for five to ten seconds and then that's the answer i gave was no because i didn't have time and the only thing that i missed I mean, I did miss, obviously, the Indy 500. That's my mm-hmm. bread and butter. That's my, I've grown up with that race. But did I miss it because of the action on the track? No, I missed it because, like Statman said, you could still get that at home, especially with free beers. But I missed the camaraderie of getting together with my friends and family because the Indy 500 is like a festival in my family and just people coming together. And we have parties and barbecues and, and just so many stories are reminisced. That's what I miss. And to be perfectly honest, I'll say that I miss Supercross because for some reason, you guys instilled in me those Anaheim 1s and Anaheim 2s mm-hmm. and Anaheim 3s. We would get up there and it was like back to school going to Supercross yeah. and just reminiscing with people up in the Anaheim suites. And so that kind of thing, yes, I do miss that at motorsports events. But Statman nailed it. The actual event, no. When you can see it from the comfort of your own home, there's something to be said for that. Yeah, you look at where we are for 2021, and again, the outlook, who knows where in the hell we're going with this pandemic. We know. I feel good. I I feel like it's getting better. We got a long way to go, Mm -hmm. but I I just, I don't know. I have a lot of friends that work. You tell me that what's the next motorsports series you're going to go to? It's going to be a while, but I have a lot of friends that work in healthcare, and I love seeing them all post their pictures of being vaccinated. And that, that kind of thing just gives me hope for the future. Share some of that with me, will you? I will. I will. <laughs> some of that my limit tea, man. I'll tag you on uh, all their posts. I think, right? it, I think it's good. I'm, I'm feeling slightly better. All right, Freak Nation. Coming up this hour, Noah Gregson getting set for the Daytona 500, his first 
running the Xfinity Series last year with Junior Motorsports, and this year with Junior Motorsports. He'll be joining us and your stat man, Scat Ford Live. We'll get to it coming up. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks. What's going on, Freak Nation? Bringing in another round of affiliates here with Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for hanging out. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, you follow us on Twitter. The website, speedfreaks.tv, Facebook, Instagram, bam. Coming up in about eight minutes, Noah Gregson, Xfinity Series driver with Junior Motorsports, getting set for hopefully his first Daytona 500 coming up in the next month. Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes, brought to you by good friends at General Tire. You got a F-250, an SUV, big old four-wheeler. Why don't you do yourself a favor? Roll on General Tire's. Go to GeneralTire.com for more information. That's GeneralTire.com. Crasher? Racer.com and SpeedSport.com are the two spots where you can get pretty much everything in motorsports. There were several announcements this week. I'll reserve the Ford announcement with Ken Block for Statman Scat coming up in about 20 minutes. Interesting. Did Ford lie? You'll find out. Marco Andretti shocked a few when he announced he would not return to IndyCar in a full-time capacity this year. Instead, just focusing on the Indy 500 and potentially finding some part-time sports car rides here and there. Signs are also now pointing more and more to F1 driver Romain Grosjean finalizing a deal to drive full-time in IndyCar in 2021. You may remember he is the driver with that horrific crash in Bahrain with just two races to go in Formula One in 2020, burning both of his hands. He is still recovering, but surprisingly, he may be in the cockpit for IndyCar's Dale Coin Racing this year. IndyCar is set to begin testing this week. Car rally wrapped up, and Stefan Petterhansel won his, I still can't believe this, record 14th Dakar rally. 14 wins. We've been doing this show for 20 years. 14 of his wins have come during our 20 years. This year's event taking place, of course, in Saudi Arabia. Sadly, French rider Pierre Charpin lost his life on the final freaking stage after suffering from multiple head injuries in his motorcycle crash. Speaking of motorcycles, the Supercross season, it's drastically different for 2021, mostly due to the pandemic, but the victory in the 450s was much of the same. Justin Barsha dominated and brought home the season opening win this year in Houston, matching his last two years winning in Anaheim. In the 250s, it was a great emotional win for Christian Craig. And then, of course, there was the Chili Bowl, 300 drivers going for 24 A-main spots. Names like Swindell, Kane, Briscoe, Yaley getting knocked out. But in the end, Kyle Larson crushing it, cruising to a second straight Chili Bowl win. Noah Gregson, next. Speak Freaks Pit, the Lucas Oil Studios. Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Well, how are you using your time sequestered at home? Been staring at that unfinished hot rod or vintage sports car in the garage, just looking for some DIY dirty hands work? Yeah? Well, how about changing your oil and topping it off with Lucas Oil Stabilizer? Or refreshing your brake line with new Lucas Oil Brake Fluid? Or give your prized possessions that like new shine with Lucas Oil Slickness Products? It's homeschool time for you, buddy, and time to learn to do the basics to keep your ride on the road with Lucas Oil and Lucas Oil Products. For more information, check them out, lucasoil.com. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, 
General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Car not performing right? A dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time. But Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system, the fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors, and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. MAV-TV, destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and World Rally Championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as Master Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAVTV.com for more racing information and to demand your MAV-TV. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse. Or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com, and get awesome. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. You're listening to Speed Freak Motorsports Radio Redefined. You follow us on Twitter, right? Facebook, Instagram, the website, speedfreaks.tv, the Lucas Oil Studios. Been doing it for 20 years, plus Freak Nation. Some news last week with Noah Gregson. You know him from the Xfinity Series, the NASCAR Truck Series, the Snowball Derby winner. He's going for the big one this year with Beard Motorsports. You may know Beard Motorsports from Brendan Gone days, but regardless, Gregson joins us now here in the Freak Nation. And you got word that uh, you're going to get a shot at running the Daytona 500 coming up next month. Tell me how in the hell did this come about? Well, I was in Vegas over Thanksgiving and Mr. Brennan Gon called me up and asked me what my, uh, my contract status was with junior motorsports and if I was allowed to run any other races. And at that time, I really didn't know if I was allowed to run any other races and whatnot, but, um, he uh, he called my team owner, Miss Kelly Earnhardt Miller, and asked her if I could um, run his car in the Daytona 500. And I still didn't know um, really why he was asking that at that point. Um, but he ended up calling Miss Kelly and asked her if he could uh, if I could run that car for him. And then called me back and said, um, "Hey, if you want to, I want you to run the Daytona 500 for me in the 
62 beard oil um, car for, for beer motorsports. So very thankful for Brendan gone. Of course, I said yes, and um, and very thankful for the opportunity. And uh, both with Brendan gone and the Beard family, they uh, they're taking a big chance on a young driver like myself. But uh, I hope to make him proud come Daytona 500 time down in in Daytona um, in February. Bill Gregson joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits at Lucas Oil Studios for 2021. You'll be running a full season in the Xfinity Series with Junior Motorsports again, like you did last year. But think about it: you had a couple of victories with Junior Motorsports, and you say Beard might be taking a chance on a young driver like you. Come on, man! You you've proved your wares with the wins and 25 top tens last year, bro. You got the chops. Yeah, it's uh, it was it was somewhat of a successful year, but. You know, it's uh, it is. They're still, in my opinion, taking a chance, and uh, and I'm very thankful for the opportunity. You know, it's a it's a privilege to um, drive a race car in any racing series, and um, to do it in the Cup Series in NASCAR with with the the famous 62 car with Beard Motorsports, and um, to have Beard Oil on the hood and South Point City Light Shine. It's uh, it's quite the honor and quite a humbling opportunity for myself. So. Um, I'm very grateful and, and thankful for the opportunity with, with everybody involved And um, yeah, we've had success in the past, but, um, you know, that's the past. We still need to, uh, to do the best job down there, hopefully qualify into the race and, um, try to race our way up to the front and, and be on the lead. Um, there are coming to the, to the checkered flag. That's the goal, but, uh, it, uh, I can't wait. I'm, I'm so excited for, uh, for everything to, to get going. I've sat in the car already, got my seat placement and, um, they're a little different inside than the Xfinity cars that I currently race at junior motorsports, but, um, it's going to be a new learning experience. Um, the competition is, uh, is out of this world with the guys in the cup series. They're the best drivers, um, in stock car racing. So, um, I'm, I'm excited and uh, ready to get it going. Noah Gregson won in an Xfinity race at Daytona last year. Now he's moving up to the Cup Series. Noah, we've talked about inside the car, but what about outside the cars? A lot of difference in racing at that speed in packs. It's faster than the Xfinity car. What's going to be the difference now? Well, I think the the biggest difference uh, inside the car is just going to be um, on pit road. Um, one of the, I guess, there's going to be two big differences that kind of stand out in my mind from inside the cars is the, uh, there's a digital dash. So when we go, um, on pit road in the Xfinity car, we're looking at a mechanical gauge, a, uh, at our RPM where when we're at the, uh, in the cup car, it's a digital dash. So that'll be a little different, um, view for me and, uh, something that I'm not really comfortable with, but I'll have to learn. And then, um, there are a lot bigger spoilers and the cars are a little bit wider in the, in the cup car. So it's harder to see, um, in front of you. All you can see is the back of the car, um, right in front of you. So you can't really see much, much more than that. So that'll be the biggest difference inside the car. And then outside the car, um, the package is a little bit different. There's a, a bigger spoiler on the car, the back of the car. So, um, I expect the closing rates, um, of the cars to, to be a lot faster and the pack to be a little bit more grouped together and guys pushing, um, more and, and closer together throughout the pack. So, um, the competition is 
is uh, is is insane. It's the best drivers, like I said, in stock car racing. So um, I'm gonna have my work cut out for me, but uh, hopefully we can prepare as best as possible and be ready to go when we get into the opportunity. Noah Gregson, I'm excited for you hearing that. Are you feeling some anticipation, anxiety, something else? Yeah, I think uh, I think both those things, both excitement, um, a little bit nervous. I'm, I'm more excited right now, but I'm sure when I get out there and it's time to go qualify for the Great American Race that I'm going to be, I'm going to be a little nervous walking off to the grid, but, um, I know that, that the beard motorsports car, the, the Camaro is, is really fast and, um, it's shown a lot of speed in the past with, with Brennan gone running that car. So, um, that excites me going into it, but yeah, the nerves are going to be up. The stress level is going to be up come qualifying time, trying to qualify our way into the great American race. But, um, I know everybody's going to do their job, um, the best that they can and, um, we'll be prepared. We'll be ready to go. I actually was, um, I had a fortune cookie today and the fortune said, <laughs> you'll receive some prestigious prize or award within the month. And I'm hoping the oh, month dude. is within the 30 days because that'll mean that it's, it's January 14th right now. The Daytona 500 is on <laughs> February 14th. So, Hey, who knows? Fingers crossed, right? Noah, come on. I mean, you don't just open that by chance. That's pretty impressive. I mean, I know some people are shaking their heads going, oh, whatever. It's just a thing that's written on a piece of paper. But I kind of believe in that stuff. I know. Hopefully. <laughs> I, I I hope it works. Um, we'll see. Normally, I get like a, a bad fortune cookie. Not a bad one, but just not something that's really <laughs> relevant. Like, it'll say like, oh, you'll travel to a cool destination this year or something. But this one. I feel like it's telling me something. So fingers crossed. That is awesome. Well, good luck. And we're, you need to post that on Instagram and we're going to repost that and just keep it in mind for the next 30, 31 days. Now tell me about the fortune cookie though, that you had before you ate Korean barbecue, dude. Oh, that was not good. So, <laughs> um, I went to a Korean barbecue place where you cook your own food, um, this past Sunday evening. Uh, and it was not good for me. I, my stomach didn't digest it uh, as well as the other people in the group. And I actually got sick. And I was the one cooking the food. And so I felt like I did a good job um, to the other people. But it was not good. I was It was coming out every direction of my body. And it was, oh. it was not good. So um, I'm feeling a lot better. It only lasts a day. But, yeah, I don't think I'll be eating Korean barbecue anytime soon. Well, wait, I need to ask this now then. Who does Beard Motorsports have as your chef when you're in Daytona? Probably just like the, the Krispy Kreme um, on the way to the hotel or um, maybe like like Jimmy John's or some sandwiches I like. But I, I don't know if we'll have a chef. It's kind of different uh, now because of uh, COVID and everything. The truck driver might make something, but um, I like I like Krispy Kreme donuts a lot and um, sandwiches and stuff. So I'll probably be eating that quite a bit just down in Daytona after I get done doing my work at the racetrack. Okay. Just add some protein in there somewhere. That's a lot of carbs. But yeah, some I know. Um, I probably shouldn't do that because the seat, <laughs> I've been fitting the seat up and it's really tight and just regular gym clothes. And then when I put the suit on, uh, come to Daytona, it's going to be another couple layers and it's going to make me a little wider too. And it's already pretty tight on me. So I need to lose some weight. So I might, the donuts until after the race yeah make that 
I bet Krispy Kreme would look good as a sponsor on the side of that car for some of those expenses, but that can also be a reward for doing a great job in the car to fulfill your fortune cookie. I'm hoping so. Um, back in 2017, after the uh, truck series race, I went to Krispy Kreme down there and I saw Kurt Busch um, at Krispy Kreme and he was getting donuts for him and his wife. And um, I thought that was pretty cool. He went on a couple of days later to win the Daytona 500. So um, Krispy Kreme might be the secret. The Daytona Krispy Kreme might be the secret to winning the Daytona 500. Who knows? I'm sensing all sorts of mojo going on here. Noah Gregson, he's going to make his attempt at the Daytona 500 coming up in one month for Beard Motorsports. Noah, thanks so much for taking time out of your day to join us. Hey, thank you. I really appreciate uh, the opportunity, and I hope you guys all the best, and uh, we'll stay in touch. And, man, I can't wait for Daytona. Oh, absolutely. Hey, real quick, is Brendan Gaughan going to be down there kind of coaching you as well? I hope so. I'm going to need all the coaching and help I can get, but I don't know if, uh, I don't know if he'll be down there, uh, just with all the, the COVID oh, stuff, but I hope he's down there helping me out. I'll, I'll definitely, uh, definitely lean on him before the weekend starts, um, this next month preparing for the race. So I'll, I'll lean on him and, um, ask him questions cause he's pretty good at, at, uh, running those super speedways with that car. So, um, he's been a mentor for me for a long time and, um, gives me very honest, um, opinions on what I should do, which I really appreciate because sometimes it, it might not feel good in the moment, um, when he's talking to me, but I know he wants the best for me and it's, it's definitely helped me out. So I'm, I'm grateful for, uh, his friendship and, and being, uh, someone I can lean on in my career. Awesome. Kick some ass, Noah. We'll be cheering for you from the West coast. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Awesome. See you, man. See you. Noah Gregson, as I like to call him, here in the Freak Nation. Crasher, it's okay. It's all right. Greg. Greg. Noah Gregson here in the Freak Nation. Coming up in a moment, your stat man, Scat. Also, not much motorsports and that no pants train ride that you look so much forward to in January. Oh, every year. Uh, there's big news. There's big news coming out of New York in regards to your no pants subway ride. But first, how about your stat man scat? About 10 days ago, we got the word that Ford and social video star Ken Block have parted ways. The move seems mutual. Looking from the outside, it appears everyone involved grew and gained from the relationship. But this is another step in Ford's departure from motorsports and motor racing. Ford announced those plans in December of 2015. It said it would set aside more than $4 billion to work on electrifying its product line, including its Mustang and F-150 trucks. At Daytona, Ford told the freaks that no racing would be affected, but then the electric Mustang hit the ground running about 15 months ago. Since then, Ford's left IMSA. It pulled the plug on World Rallycross. Now it's left Ken Block. Maybe it's best sports marketing program ever. I guess politicians aren't the only ones who will look you in the face, smile, and lie with the best of them. More proof Ford's in the car sales business, not the car racing business. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. I'm gonna find a I'm 
Coming up in about 15 minutes, Kyle Larson, your Chili Bowl winner from last night. Going to be running for Rick Hendrick Motorsports, Hendrick Motorsports for the first time this year. Of course, all those years with Chip Ganassi. Then, bam, trouble he went through last year. Lost that ride, lost the sponsorship. Kyle Larson will be joining us in about 15 minutes. This segment brought to you by our good friends at Lucas Oil, Lucas Oil Fuel Stabilizer. It's the winter months. A lot of us store our cars for the warmth of spring and summer. While you're doing that, be sure you use fuel stabilizer. Keeps your gas and your fuel tank over any extended period pretty damn spiffy. It doesn't cause any wear and tear on your gas tank. Protect your fuel tank from corrosion. Just one ounce of Lucas Fuel Stabilizer for every one gallon of gasoline in your car, motorcycle, boat. When you're storing that car, storing that motorcycle, roll with Lucas Oil Fuel Stabilizer. It's awesome. Go to lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com. Not, not much motorsport. Motor not much motorsport. Motor not, not, not. Well, not only that. Much, much, much. Thank you. I love you. And headlining the party. Who's that? Not much motorsport. <laughs> <laughs> not much motorsport. Tether the ball. We're going to tether the ball. The motherfucker. Tether the ball. Uh, we got some good ones tonight. Not much motorsports. I mentioned about uh, five, six minutes ago how those of you who look forward to January and an event that happens every January, uh, I got news for you. The No Pants Subway Ride, the annual January event held on public transport in more than a dozen cities across the world. Of course. Uh, they've announced that the 2021 event has been canceled. Oh, why would that be? Well, Improv Everywhere, the performance art group that organized the No Pants Subway ride since the first event back in 2002, right there in New York City, says this year's Sands Pants Public Transit Trek, regretfully, they've got to pull the plug. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, oh, of course, we're canceling the annual No Pants Subway ride this year. It's going to make more people go buy toilet paper. Just somehow thinking that the bottom of your body has something to do with contracting this virus. Come on. Just let the no pants ride what's go the, on. What's the problem? I, exactly. That man, you're known for just walking out of your house with no pants. Yeah, I just what's had to come back here? in. I had to come back in after the last break. I mean, come on, you know? I'm surprised Crash hadn't heard about the pandemic. I mean, that's what, uh, oh, you know, everybody's hey been. Uh, that's kept there. Well done. Nice. The pandemic. Well done. It's greatness. What's the problem? Why can't you? Uh, you can. It's just, is that just a little too far? Well, no, I think okay, it has nothing to do with you not wearing pants. Or any sort of hygienic thing on the, your lower just, extremities. It's just the fact of people yeah. packing into these trains and whatnot. And it's, again, six feet, people, six feet. Hey, speaking of, <laughs> that, you may know the answer. <laughs> like the New York subway. Is that still running? 
Yes, they were the first ones. And why more people are not talking about this, Thanks, I don't Dad. know. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I had to jump in here because I saw this technology way back in April, mm-hmm. and my friends and I started talking about it. And the fact that you don't hear about this as widespread as it should be shocks me. The New York subway, the L in Chicago, have all gone to these these UVC bulbs, and they're they're basically flashing these UVC bulbs every night to totally sanitize their cars. And they'll flash them throughout the day. And it's just, it's supposed to be the best way to eliminate germs, even more than a hand sanitizer. Yet, why isn't this more widespread throughout the entire world? I have no idea. But, Stat, you're still packing people on a train that are three, four, five, okay, 12 inches from your face. Well, if you got a mask on, I know there are a lot of people who still don't believe in the mask, but if you have a mask on, that'll help. Absolutely help. We're actually breaking this down, aren't we? We are. Crash, you got one before we go to break? Yeah, I have one that has nothing to do with a mask, but it sure as heck has something to do with sex. Okay. And it's a bodybuilder who apparently, okay, he celebrates Christmas. He lives in Kazakhstan, and apparently they celebrate Christmas on January 7th. So January 6th meant one thing to us in, in the United States, unfortunately for this man, it meant that the woman that he married, his sex doll, ah. broke the day before Christmas. Okay, so he's very upset. He says she is broken. She is now being repaired. She's in another city. When she recovers, it will be the best Christmas gift for both of us. Wait a minute. He was going to marry his sex doll? Oh, no, no. He did, apparently, legally. And then he got upset that she broke the day before Christmas. He broke his sex doll. He <laughs> broke his wife. <laughs> this marriage, oh by the way, came <laughs> after a two-year relationship that they had together. And she is about as lifelike as they We should post pictures. Who was it? Was it a woman or a man that married a dolphin? Oh, that's right. Right. A couple years ago, right? Yeah. That was a woman, I believe. I believe. That'd be a great trivia trivia question at Speed Freaks on Twitter. Would you rather, rather marry a dolphin or a sex doll? <laughs> no. Glad to entertain you, Richie, by the way. Mm. <laughs> you know, Flipper, uh, you know, hey, come on. Oh. Was that the dolphin's what? name, Flipper? Yeah, Flipper. One of them. I don't know if that's who she married. Yeah, well, she, Flipper's got a lot of money. Maybe he demanded a, uh, a a prenup, and she didn't want to sign it, you know? Why do we act like this, what you're saying, is out of this world when it's not? We've done this segment, Not Much Motorsports, for at least 10 of our 20 years now. Right. And the most bizarre stories in the history of mankind always come up and we just sit here and just shake our heads like like anything's going to top what we did last week or the week before yeah. or the week before. You got to get some more Florida man stuff in there, though. <laughs> Florida man. That's yes. Richie knows the whole game of did it happen in Florida? Yeah. We should have him come in on that next week. Yes, we need some more Florida stories. You're exactly right. Kyle Larson, two time Chili Bowl winner. You know him from his NASCAR fame. Uh, sat out last year. Well. He was told to to never ride. Got himself a chili bowl win. He joins us next. No! 
Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. After your engine, the transmission is the second most important component of your car. If you maintain it, it will shift properly and get you down the road without problems. But if you don't maintain it, problems are coming your way. Lucas Transmission Fix can clean and lubricate sticking valves and renew worn bands to make your transmission shift properly and stop leaking. It's compatible with all transmissions and transmission fluids. Lucas Transmission Fix. It works. Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com, and get awesome. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive hockey shows and some of motorsports' biggest names, like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit LucasOilRacing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freak Motorsports Radio Redefined. Back at the Freaks, follow us on Twitter, right, at Kenny and Crash, at Speed Freaks. We're there for you on Instagram and, of course, Facebook, the website, speedfreaks.tv. This segment brought to you by our good friends at Lucas Oil, Lucas Oil Fuel Stabilizer. From the Lucas Oil Studios, Kyle Larson, flying those Lucas Oil colors. 
Mav TV colors joining us here in the Freak Nation, the winner of last night's Chili Bowl in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And Kyle, watching you run this race compared to last year's race, you're, you won the Chili Bowl last year. It's so your second win at the Chili Bowl. Uh, does this get old? And I ask that because of so many dirt races that you've won over the last 12 months. Does it get old winning this many races? <laughs> no, it's... It, uh... It never gets old winning, that's for sure, especially, you know, winning big races. Um, you know, that's, you know, as a race car driver, that's what we, you know, all strive to do is, is to win big races, win championships and things like that. Um, and I think, you know, last year winning, winning a lot of races kind of helps you prepare you for those big moments and, and allows you to stay calm and, um, you know, a little more relaxed behind the wheel. So, uh, the track was definitely technical last night and, and you, I was making a lot of mistakes there towards the end, but I uh, was able to stay calm and, and limit, limit my mistakes there and come away with another win. So it was, it was great. Um, yeah, an awesome night. Chili bowl winner getting set for a 2021 NASCAR season. His name is Kyle Larson, veteran here in the freak nation. Talk about those mistakes from a, a fan's perspective, it looks like you get up there. Well, it's not the marbles. It's up there on the cushion and that right rear would grab. Did you see that coming or was that something that just woke you up going, I just went a little bit too far in turns three and four. Well, you know, the track was developing and, and starting to you know venture up the racetrack and they put a lot of moisture down um, before the main event. So I knew it was going to get tricky at some point. And um, you're there finally with, I don't know, 15 or so laps to go, it started to get, um, curved up and, and the cushion was got to a point where it wasn't going to go any higher. And that's when it started getting a lot harder to run. And yeah, I kept, I kept just getting a little too greedy with the cushion off of four and, <laughs> um, just messed up a couple of times and it allowed your know, grant to get close to me. And then, you know, my mistake kind of got grant racing with me and it, it allowed bell to get by him. And then, um, you know, a few laps later, I, I made another mistake on the cushion and, and then had to you know, battle bell before, um, you know, one of the cautions came out and then, uh, we had that caution and I made a couple more mistakes, small mistakes. <laughs> um, and you know, could see his nose and then just kind of had to tell myself to calm down and, and stop hitting the cushion like that and, and let him make mistakes behind me. And, um, you know, about that time when I told myself that, you know, that's when he got in the three a little bit too hard and uh, caught the cushion wrong and, and went for a tumble. So after that, I just kind of had to, you know, fend off Justin on the restarts and change things up. And, um, you know, thankfully that, that last restart, I got a good one and didn't really have to fight off anybody. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night with Kyle Larson. Kyle, the Chili Bowl is different than every other dirt race. Dirt tracks stay around and face the weather and the elements all season long the chili bowl is inside and you have to prep the track so well to make it safe for the drivers a lot of people don't recognize that the, the chili bowl might be the only dirt race they see all year how do you get them ready for something like that yeah you yeah, know i mean i think there's definitely positives and negatives um you know obviously the major negative uh with it was you know the the lengthy um track prep it it that took place last night. You know, I think it was an hour and a half from the time the B main ended to when we, you finally took the green flag. Um, but you know, 
the track was just it was just different um and not not like it typically is there and i think they finally got worried that it was going to take rubber in our race so they knew they had to do something and do an extensive um track rework and yeah it took that took quite a while so um i think if you know they would have had the track in better shape throughout the early parts of the week they probably would have been in a better position come saturday but you know they put a lot of effort into it and um you know i think all of us race car drivers were thankful it didn't you know take rubber like mm-hmm. i think it was it was kind of leaning towards during the c's and, and the b main mm-hmm. b mains um but yeah that's that's just a, a downside of that event you know every track throughout the country whether it's indoors or outdoors um you know it's hard to get a dirt track racing surface perfect um you know asphalt is pretty consistent throughout you know really years because you know pavement's not wearing out as quickly as dirt but um yeah and then you know i think too honestly probably with the chili bowl being indoors i mean i'm not a track prep uh scientist by any means but i I feel like it should be a little bit easier in, in a way um to get a consistent track surface just because you aren't battling any of the conditions you know you're not you're not worried about the the weather outside, really. You know, you're not worried about the the sun baking the racetrack. Um, you know, I think probably m- maybe one of the few things I have to keep up with is just that you know it's sitting on top of a concrete surface, so it's the water's got nowhere to drain, and, and that probably can affect things. And, and two, there's you know 300 and some odd race cars running on the racetrack on Saturday, so uh, trying to stay on top of that is is tough. So. They don't have an easy job, and I think we we as competitors and race fans um, probably get too nitpicky at times. But uh, they do they do an amazing job at, at what they do with the track surface, and um, I think that's why the Chili Bowl is is one of the coolest events because it it does end up racy uh, every year. So then explain slightly. It's so it's just fascinating to me how you've got this track that changes every year. The dirt is kind of different every year. And like you said, it's indoors, so you're dealing with a concrete surface underneath. Yet then there's guys like you and Christopher Bell and Kevin Swindell and and Rico Abreu who can win this thing multiple years in a row for something that is so challenging and so difficult and something that changes, yet you guys seem to make it look easy and consistent. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think I think all of us are just in and great equipment. And I mean, there's, there's obviously, you know, our, our equipment's not better than anybody, you know, the other good teams, but I think, yeah, just, you know, there's a few, there's a few drivers in there that just really have a good understanding for that place and kind of the driving style that it takes to be fast there. And, and two, I think, I think you see a lot of the same drivers up front uh, each year because, you know, they, they do, they do good jobs on their prelim nights and, and they're, you know, very smart with kind of how they pick their way throughout the, that evening. Um, where I think some drivers are, you know, have totally different years year to year because they just make bad decisions on the prelim nights and put themselves in bad spots. So, um, yeah, I think the, the few of us just have been able to set ourselves up in very good positions just by being smart early in the week and, um, knowing that we just got to get through that to uh, give ourselves a shot on, on Saturday. And then, you know, once you get into that 55 laps, it's just a totally different race than the rest of the week. And, um, 
yeah, I think the more times you put yourself in that position, the more experience you're gaining over your competitors, and that always helps too. Well, speaking of more times, Kyle Larson joining us here in the Freak Nation 15 times at the Chili Bowl, twice as a winner. This is a very, very, very technical question. You might need your kids' help with this as well. Out in the West, like especially Las Vegas, there's desert boogers, and boy, are they rough. But, man, I don't think anything compares to a Chili Bowl booger, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, it's – I think this year, though, honestly, with with wearing masks, it's it's helped a lot. So um, I'm – Probably even if it, even if things get back to normal, I'm I'm still probably gonna wear a mask when I'm in the building, <laughs> at least you know watching the races. But yeah, you're right. You know you got black thick boogers for a couple of days, and <laughs> and even you know getting them out of your eyeballs is uh, <laughs> is is nasty. But um, we all love it, and uh, you know it's it's a part of the the price you got to pay to to be at an awesome event and and watching some awesome racing with some. Some of your best friends. Flying the Mav TV, Lucas Oil Colors, NASCAR Cup pilot with Hendrick Racing for 2021. Kyle Larson joining us here in the Freak Nation. Run us through this. How much of the action behind you do you feel, whether it was Bell or other drivers coming up on you and how close they were getting? Can, can you feel it? Can you see it? Where are you in this? Yeah, I could, um, you know, I got the, I got the jump on the, on the start and, you know, Grant was, Justin Grant was a lot faster than me. Um, so I could, I could, you know, hear him behind me and then, you know, he would come off turn four and they have a, a big screen kind of at the end of the straightaway into turn one. So, you know, I could glance up and, you know, whenever the camera was on me, I, I could tell he was right on my rear bumper. So I knew I just kind of had to make myself a little bit wide and try not to mess up too much to allow him to get, get by me. Um, cause I knew that was a very critical point of the race. You know, if I was to lose control early, it would have been much harder to get by him. So yeah. And then, then once the track moved up, I felt like the grip of my race car got a little bit better and they stopped showing me quite as much on, on the, on the TV. So I felt like, you know, I was starting to get away. But then, you know, I'd catch traffic and, and figure with the fast pace that we were putting on, um, you know, with me catching the back of the traffic and having to slow down a little bit, he'd be right on top of me, which, which he was. And then just kind of had to make good decisions and, and do a good job blocking, um, you know, like I said, making myself wide and, um, you know, and then just try not to really, really mess up too terribly bad, which I, I did a few times throughout the race, but was able to recover and and block any runs that were coming at me. But as a fan, I mean, you got a lot of fans out there, Kyle, but as a fan, we like cars bunched up. If the, if the leader is running away with it and then the yellow would drop like, God dang it. So you, but you as a driver, I get the feeling whether you tell the truth or not, you kind of like racing in traffic or are you one of those guys that screw that? I just want to run away with this thing. Uh, well, I, I wasn't running away in track or sorry, in clean track. So I, I feel like I've done a really good job throughout lap traffic. Um, whenever I'm at the chili bowl on Saturday nights. So I honestly, you know, I felt like those guys, you know, Grant and Bell had a better car behind me. So I kind of wanted to get into traffic to get racing and dicing around and, and hopefully you'll get some cars in between us. Um, so yeah, 
I mean, I was kind of, I was kind of 50, 50 on, you know, the cautions. I was, I was okay with having them come out and they did, but at the same time, I, I felt like I could have did a better job of getting away from them behind me if we would have stayed green. Hmm. Um, cause with, with the cautions at Chili Bowl, you know, there's going to be big slide jobs coming at you, uh, into turn one, especially if you don't get off turn four, very good taken off. And, and I, I didn't, I wasn't getting good restarts or good launches. So, um, i really felt like I was having to fight off people more whenever we would have cautions, but, um, we're able to, you know, not mess up too badly, uh, taken off and not allow any big runs at me on, on the restarts. Kyle, your contract with Hendrick Motorsports, what's it say about you racing all these extra races on dirt throughout the year? Yeah, so far, um, you know, I'm thankful for, for my opportunity at Hendrick and, and them allowing me to you know, still go have some fun, um, on the dirt, you know, with, with cup in, in the pandemic, uh, we still are going to have a lot of one day schedules. So that, that opens up a lot of more days for me to go race dirt stuff. So, um, yeah, I plan on still racing quite a bit, probably more than I ever have during a NASCAR season, but, um, you know, my, my main focus and, and goal is to, uh, do a, a great job for Hendrick Motorsports. Um, so you know, that's, that's my main priority and, and, you know, dirt racing will not <laughs> come before any of those obligations. But, um, I, I, I've always felt like the more I race dirt, the better I am, uh, come Sundays. So, um, I think a lot of team owners now have realized that and, um, I'm just thankful that, uh, Rick Hendricks letting me, you know, continue doing what I love to do and yeah. drive race cars. That collective sigh you hear from coast to coast was all the other dirt racers going, ah, oh, damn it. I thought he was going to kind of give us a break this summer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, I'm still going to be out there. So I enjoy it. And honestly, I think, I think the competitors enjoy having, you know, myself and Paul Silva, uh, out there racing with them because it, it, it makes everybody else, you know, better as well. So, um, you know, good competition, you know, makes you step up. And I think that's what, you know, I, I chased Bell for so long that now it's, it's he's made me a better driver. And I think, mm-hmm. I think I do that to other drivers as well. Kyle, 2020 was a different year. It's like you looked both ways before you crossed the street, you stepped off the curb and an airplane fell on you. You had a terrible year last year, but this is 2021 different team, Hendrick Motorsports, one of the best teams in the industry's history. I bet that's been good for you to go somewhere new and try something different. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, you know, I, I put myself through a lot last year and, and, you know, learned so much about myself and, and bettering myself. And I look forward to, you know, this year and continuing all the work that I, that I was doing and, and, you know, building, more relationships. And I, I don't, I honestly don't think I could be with a better organization to help me with that also. So I'm um, just very blessed and thankful that, uh, you know, Rick Hendrick and, and Jeff Gordon are giving me a second chance to go out there and prove myself as a person and as a race car driver. And uh, I'm just, I'm really looking forward to getting the season started and um, getting everything you know, back on the right track. What an awesome open interview this has been a lot of your answers have really opened my eyes to several things from the technical aspect of things to of course now your personal life yeah thank you guys and you know thanks for everything you do for auto racing and um 
always always enjoy speaking to you guys. As we've done for 20 years, Statman, shoot the juice to the moose. And cut it loose. Even Wednesday, Sip. cut it loose. <laughs> Motorsports Radio, redefined.